0: Don't know what's going wrong inside And I can tell for this episode we'll be talking about john martin Solid Air, in the room i have rob
1: <laughs>
2: and ben
0: <Solid> Air. <laughs> Solid Air is the fourth studio album by a british folk singer songwriter john martin released in february 1973 on island records the producer was john martin and john wood and the genre is folk rock and folk jazz uh folk and from the i'm gonna read from the book jamie dixon John Martin had five albums under his belt by solid air rather than folk or jazz or blues. The album is instead a dusky alchemy of all three and represents a career performance from Martin who sings with wonderful grizzled sincerity on this after hours classic. Fabio Nicolai's cover art may look like it was lifted from a science textbook, but the music inside is anything but clinical. Nowhere is this more apparent than on the title track, a slow hypnotic blues written as both warning and homage to singer Nick Drake, who died 18 months after Solid Air's release. Martin's haunting vocals are backed by elegantly understated double bass and a soprano sax, which curl around the song like smoke. A cool vibraphone chords ring long and low beneath. The sparse but most expressive instrument is repeated on Don't Want to Know, and the two songs set the album languid nocturnal tones perfectly. In part, this reflects the strength of Martin's musical partnership with virtuoso bassist Danny Thompson, which is shown in its best light on these tracks, but there is more to offer in Solid Air than a midnight hour meditations on the human condition. Alright, what do we think of Solid Air by John Martin? I don't know what I think about this record. Interesting. I think this record has its moments. I think it has some interesting ideas. I don't know.
2: There's parts of this album that I like. And I, I like that the in the write up theory you're reading, uh they described it as like after hours. It's a, it's absolutely like an after hours.
0: It feels like feel. a cool club how like a like a Nice, like jazzy sort of uh, after hours. However, the second song just picks right up and it's like a almost like a folk song. And it goes in. There's a couple different variations or a couple of different styles on this album. I also do not really like his vocal stylings on the title track Mm-mm. and where he's kind of doing this like dooby doobie kind of like real grizzled like yeah. thing. I, I don't I don't really like that because he has those other songs On the album that I identify more with. I don't don't mind it
2: as much on the title track for some reason. I I don't know why the title track works for me, Mm. even though like on paper it shouldn't. Uh, There's definitely other times in the album where I'm not that into his vocal stylings.
0: Like Don't Want want to Know, number three, I think.
2: Actually, no. I have that one starred. I liked (laughs) that one. I, I put a chill groove and nice backing vocals.
0: I thought it was interesting, too, that that one was so much like solid air. Like the beginning of it. Like I think the those first, are the two, like,
2: like those two songs are like the highlights for me. I really? Think. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. I'm ab- like, there's, he loses me many times on the album. Not many times, but he loses me multiple times on the album. I wasn't as into his stylings of uh, I'd rather be the devil. The uh, uh, last song on side one. And I am absolutely fully against the Easy Blues. I think it should oh. be called the Shitty Blues. I just
1: wrote down, fuck you and your jelly roll. Yeah, that's that's a terrible song. It's the worst yeah.
0: song. Yeah, that's not a very good song. Uh, I, I felt like that was kind of a tacked on, <laughs> like a 20G song that... Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh,
2: well, <laughs> you, you shouldn't have done it because... So like I'm I'm not fully sold on this album, but it's like it's like chill after hours vibe would be the type of album that like I could put on
0: Tim Buckley, right?
2: Well, well, well no, I I don't put on Tim Buckley. Tim Buckley grinds on my nerves. Huh. But I, I I did write down. I think at this album's worst points, it sounds like Tim Buckley to me. And uh, and I don't like those parts of it. But I think there's other parts for me, like Solid Air and and I don't want to know where I can kind of I can buy into that, that late night groove. But then you get to a part like the Easy Blues and I'm like, well, now you've I need to skip that song. I -hmm. I I, I've listened to that song three times. I did my due diligence and I never want to hear it again. Yeah. If I put on this album, it gets that song and I'm skipping it. And that's like a big mark against an album for me.
0: Yeah.
1: I. Yeah. Question for you guys. Uh, The song Over the Hill. Isn't this just I'm the one by
0: the who? No, but I can see here. As as done by Nick Drake. uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, It has a very like Nick Drake Drake vibe for sure.
2: I was surprised to hear that there was a song on this album dedicated to Nick Drake and it wasn't this one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think this is what I was talking about before. He has a different like vocal stylings within different songs on the album. It over the hill is a, this is a more, this is my speed, you know, yeah. like his vocal stylings on this. It doesn't have that sort of like crooner. No, I don't like his, cro- I don't like his crooner. Like when he gets in it to deep crooner, I like it when it's more straightforward and yeah. he has a, cause he has a, like a pretty good, nice round voice. He projects this sort of like, uh, sort of like a folk, you know, singer voice. I, I mean, like, ni- Nick Drake. I, I like the mandolin
1: on this a lot. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This one I, I liked a lot. Uh, Go down easy. I-, I thought his voice sounded more controlled. Mm-hmm. Um And may you never. I didn't really like the lyrics, but I was like, oh, the, the I, voice sounded.
1: I just write, wrote okay. down. I like the vocal delivery. Yeah. On that one,
0: that song sounds like a like a folk rock or a folk
2: hit to me. Yeah. Like I, I was surprised that I know it was covered by Clapton. Yeah. And Clapton, I think may have had a minor hit out of it. Mm-hmm. At least it's a, I've heard Clapton's version and I have not gone out of my way to hear it. Yeah. But yeah, I was listening to like, like the John Martin may never track. And I was just like, man, I'm surprised this song didn't catch like with like the folkies. Yeah. You know, seems like it's what they want.
0: What'd you think about the sort of inspiration on I'd rather, I'd rather be the devil. Like, lyrically? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, about the sort of, like, tape echo loops and things like that. I like the echoplex. Yeah. I thought that some of the production
2: was cool. Uh, apparently, it's based
0: on uh, another James. song.
2: Skip James. And I'm not familiar with the Skip James yeah, version. you are.
0: Am I? I? Yeah. Devil too. Got My Woman?
2: Yeah. I think that I could I could probably be into a Skip James version of the song. I wasn't as into the the bluesy vocal stylings of John Martin.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I got some I got some real nice vibes from that song though. His sort of like uh, there's a bit of like darkness and there's like mm-hmm. some good delivery that like really resonated with like a Nick Cave vibe, and I was like, "What? Okay, is I, this? I could see that because." It, it has that sort of like stilted delivery in between lines and things like that. And I thought it was really cool. I'm obviously a, a bigger fan of like the Skip James, like original. But I thought it was an interesting take
2: yeah. that
0: someone had taken that that context and, and uh, pushed it. I think that's I'd like to ABM. Yeah. I think that's why this album is in this book is because it's taking things like Fairport Convention and those original folk ideas and then sort of uh, pushing in these like jazzy elements, sort of like Tim Buckley was. Some
2: of those Fairport Convention guys are on
0: this album, yeah. aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Is, is Danny, Tom-
2: he's Fairport Convention, right? Danny Thompson? Or is, am I remembering him from somewhere else? I, I wrote him down when you mentioned him during your intro. Uh, I thought his name sounded familiar.
0: But I think that's really what's what's pulling this album up, I guess. Yeah. Also, I think this book loves Fairport Convention and, that's Jim so. it's, it's, it's and, and I can't blame him. That was and, a pleasant surprise that band. And like folk this sort of like folk genre. It's yeah. a very like uh European kind of skewed rock and roll folk
2: yeah. book so far. Yeah. yeah. Like, right now we're listening to uh, Don't Wanna Know, and we're like halfway through the song. It picked up. And I, I did like like the electric piano, just like smooth groove of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like he's got those backup you're, singers.
0: Yeah, and half you're right. When it picks up, too, he doesn't do as much as that doobie, the sort of like... Yeah, he doesn't do it at all. Uh, the the vocal. I think that just really turned me off for some reason. I couldn't get over it.
2: I could get into that groove.
0: It just seemed more. And maybe I could listen more and more and get more into his. uh, More accepting of of that. Maybe it's just like uh, that that initial shock, the Jello Biafra effect, if you will. (laughs) Fair fair
2: enough. Because you hear
0: like those vocals and you're like, what is this? Why would I listen to this? This sounds crazy. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, this is great. This works perfectly. (laughs)
2: But before I ever heard Dead Kennedys, I was familiar with like a regional midwestern punk band that I didn't realize were absolutely doing like a a Jello Biafra affectation. Yeah, and I was into that band. Oh, interesting. And I thought they were like cool and original. And then and then mm-hmm. I heard Dead Kennedys yeah. for the first time. Like, oh well, well yeah. there's 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 that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So yeah, we're listening to "I'd Rather Be the Devil." Hear yeah. that? Hear that sort of like Nick Cavey sort of
2: absolutely oh yeah, yeah. Bir-
0: birthday party. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I hear that. Yeah, I was I was in, impressed. I was like, whoa, that's interesting. Although it three minutes and thirty, it just goes off. It goes into nowhere. Like there should be a ripping like guitar solo. The guitar solo is real bad, and it's Man, super low in the it. mix. I'll
2: listen for it when it comes up, and then.
0: After that, it's just like bass transitioning into like nothing. It's and, that's the,
2: the, and that's the end of the side. It's
0: the end of the side. So that kind of makes sense. But I was just like, where is my ripping like guitar solo? And it, yeah. this, this guitar just kind of like goes nowhere. It's weird because I was I was all on board for this. And then it just kind of like fell off. I could see that halfway through. Mm.
2: It shows a lot of promise at the beginning. Yeah. Right about here. It, uh, when, when in our headphones is where he's like whoa, 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 and that was right about where he lost me on okay. in my initial
0: listens. See I thought that worked a little bit his like his gravelly sort of like grit voice worked better on this song because it's up tempo and it's got that sort of uh, electric piano what is that? Some sort of piano like electric little,
2: the
1: clavinet or something
0: clavinet. Yeah. yeah nice it's got the like rhythm it's got sort of like bongos and like a yeah. rhythm track
1: and you got a slap bass going
0: through a wah pedal. Yeah. I don't know though, overall. I couldn't I couldn't pin I couldn't pin it down. I couldn't I couldn't like find my opinion within this uh album. It was like, this is good, this is not so good, this is good. <laughs> is this where that guitar solo is supposed to be? No. It should be here. Uh
2: Danny Thompson. I out. just looked him up. Danny Thompson is uh from Pentangle.
0: Oh, alright.
2: Who who was... Who was Pentang was a side project of someone, right? No. Uh, Bert Yonch. Bert oh. Yonch, yeah.
0: You ready? Here it is. Here's the guitar solo. Bring it home.
2: Oh, boy. Nah. Man, he had like... This is p- just
1: fade out from here. <laughs>
2: that was like a layup for a guitar solo. Pippin! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he just keeps going.
2: Oh, boy. There, there's so much stuff that a guitar player could have done... You I like, like th- the tone. Yeah.
0: And oh. then it just fades up.
2: Uh,
1: uh, oh, that was disappointing at best. Yeah, that 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 guitar tone like sounds like a Queens of the Stone Age. I
0: know. If that would have been yeah. like ramped up and he would have just done like some st- even do some staccato one note solos from Neil, Neil Young's young young yeah. solo. <laughs> <laughs> but he just it just kinda like fades into nothing and then you just have some sort of like bass bass. It you know, wasn't that
2: much of a solo.
0: No. It seemed obvious that there was supposed to be a solo there, and yeah, it just,
2: it's where a solo should be. Yeah, and it was, it was just a placeholder
1: guitar track that they're like. That's yeah. what it
2: sounded like. It sounded like it was relying on the effect on the tone, and you're just playing some notes.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it didn't really go anywhere.
0: No, I did read that this album was pretty rushed. I think it was eight days to record okay. it, okay. and he was not very so, happy. So
2: four times as long as the Sabbath album. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, he wasn't very happy with how it turned out. He was like, "I could have done better." Like, and I, I, I think I can kind of hear that. I mean, not to, not to say it's bad, but I, I think there are some ideas that probably could have been developed more. could have been pushed. And he could have written
2: another song, so We didn't need to include the easy blues.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the first and third song could have been a, a bit more distant. Yeah. Uh. And. Not just using the same um, Mellotron again
2: Yeah Love love a Mellotron though Oh I do
0: I'd rather be
2: the of this album love the cover Mm -hmm. it's cool and i get it yeah (laughs) so it's uh it's how do you is it schlerian photography is that how you pronounce it i believe so and it's it's showing like the 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 physical nature of air Mm -hmm. like he's got his hand uh, or someone's hand in silhouette and you can like see the air it's like colorized like you're looking at like a air tunnel for like a model car or something yeah that's
0: what they normally use it for is sort of a dynamic or a is it called uh,
2: uh, aerodynamics? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you can see like it's like blue and green, like the air like rippling like, around the hand. It's solid air.
0: Is
1: this still, still the same fucking
0: song? No, no. no this, this is, is just... the second. This is go down easy. This oh, yeah, I didn't even write too.
1: anything next to it. I thought Dreams by the Sea was a good rocker. Mm-hmm. I like
0: the uh, vibraphone outro on it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the, I, and I like the vo- the vocal doubling on Dreams by the Sea. It's good. He's a good singer. I just think that just a lot more misses than hits for me. Yeah, I, I think it just, it
2: just seems like he's is always hanging out with Nick Drake.
0: That is that is one problem with this. Is he has a very like I know this style. It's called so, Nick Drake. Yeah. So, but
2: then close. he goes he goes bluesy, and we're like, ah, oh, we prefer the other one. Yeah. The one that reminds us of someone else.
0: Yeah. What's
2: a what's a John Martin to do, Birch?
0: Well, Nick Drake dies, so... Oh,
2: yeah, I guess he can just do that He thing. needs
0: to fill that Nick Drake void.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 is that the, with his is that the void in the,
2: in the oven where yeah. you put your head? Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: it is. Too soon. Uh, I think
0: it, I, I, I wrote down that it's it's sort of like an Elvis sneer or something. I feel like it's, it, it's like that, like... It's like an affectation that he's unnaturally doing, and I find it uh, jarring.
2: Are you talking about the doobie-doobie-doos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could hear. This, I, could, this, I, I could hear
0: that, but like when the songs hear- that he does it on are
2: the songs I like.
0: Yeah, so. well, that's the that's the thing is they're the more cool, laid back. Uh, yeah, you know, chill grooves. Chill grooves. Late night. I wouldn't mind hour. him
2: singing like, like this, like he is on Go Down Easy on one of those chill groove songs. That's
0: like. what I'm talking about. That yeah. would be nice. And you know, he's got a lot of like albums out it. so
2: there's probably a decent chance that he does yeah. do that at some point.
0: That's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah.
0: I want to read something to you guys and then you tell me about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 1973 NME interview. John uh, John Martin says Bowie's a poser too. I don't think he's lived a quarter of the things he sings about, and to me, life is crucial. Life is real. Life in earnest. It isn't a play.
2: Huh. Well, I'm glad you read that to me before I uh, voiced my opinion. <laughs> it. It positive or negative?
0: <laughs> oh, you
2: don't. Oh, you, you don't think that Bowie's actually an alien? You don't That's think he's not, actually li- lived that? You, you you think that song might be a work of fiction? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I have no idea what he's talking about.
1: I mean, uh, what the fuck would have Bowie been seeing, like in the past two records that we've done? Like Yeah,
0: 1973. This is not like
1: it's, it was like it was an alien concept record and then an alienation concept record.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bowie's such a poser. He's never
2: been alienated. You know who else is a poser? <laughs> Fucking Ray Bradbury. That's right. <laughs> but he's never even been to Mars. Uh, also also <laughs> from the
0: interview quote clo- it's all too easy for sensitive people to prostitute themselves in this society, but pandering to the establishment is quite simply an evil choice. It's not good that someone like me should earn 250 pounds a night when my father has to sweat his guts out for 30 pounds a week. But I'm not into bloody revolution. I'm interested in watching what's going on very carefully. Oh,
2: so just keep continue to count the money. Yeah, and do nothing about it.
0: <laughs> so
1: it's a two hundred and fifty pounds a night in nineteen seventy three money.
0: It's interesting. He has
1: fuck. draw. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm so mad.
0: Yeah. Grrr, so read that it, in in the uh, interview. From this isn't a debut for
2: him. He, he's he's at least established with his fans.
0: He at had this point. Records, yeah, there's five records I think under his belt by this time yeah there's some choice uh choice quotes from this this oh, well. interview but bowie's poser is is the funniest dude one. i don't
2: think i don't think that john martin and i would get along
0: oh no no reading this interview made me think this uh, i i can't believe how pretentious this guy comes off with after like writing this this album yeah. He did like, the Easy Blues, guys. That's it's, true. He, that's true, Easy Blues.
2: I mean, did he, though? Or is that just the same blues song? Everyone farts out when they need an extra one. Yeah. Even the Jelly Roll uh, mm-hmm. it, like, uh, 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 metaphor is is worn out.
1: It's been worn out since the All 50s. Right. It has been. What do you think? It's been worn out since someone called themselves Jelly Roll. John Martin, more like John Fartin. <laughs> I don't care, man. John <laughs> Farton. More I like John Sharton. Oh, dang. Yeah, I, I, uh, too too many misses, not enough hits, but there are some cool things on it. I'm just going to go solid neutral and call it a day. I'm also yeah. neutral on this one. There are some songs on here that I like, and I'll probably revisit.
2: But as an album, I don't think it really gels. Mm-mm. And hmm. And now I know this guy thinks Bowie's a poser. So... Just, just neutral go away
0: yeah I, I i think i have the same reaction it's hard to uh, hard to formulate on this one maybe it'll grow on me maybe i'll listen to it a couple like, more times and yeah i just go solid neutral it yeah. just i don't hate it mm-hmm. but uh it just doesn't uh, appeal to me
2: yeah
0: love those melotrons though mm-hmm.
1: man
2: i always will i like that I ecoplex yeah, yeah
0: ecoplex That's some cool stuff.
2: Cool toys. Yeah, totally. He's got some cool toys. He's got a cool friend. His friend's going to die soon, though.
0: All right, next time we'll be talking about Roxy Music. For your pleasure. All right, thanks, y'all.
1: Taking things too well, far, and all I don't know, it can't be you, and I don't know, it isn't true, and I don't know.